Welcome to the Avail Podcast, where we dig deep and talk about the art of leadership. My name is Virgil Sierra, and today we're sitting down with Cameron Singh. Cameron is a senior leader in the aviation industry who received a doctorate in executive leadership and has a passion for equipping the next generation of leaders. In this episode, Cameron will unpack fresh insights from his latest book release entitled Navigation and Discovery, and he'll share tips and principles that helped him navigate the responsibility of senior leadership roles at a young age. So lean in leaders and let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of the Avail podcast where we dig deep and talk about the art of leadership. My name is Virgil Sierra, lead pastor of Vertical Church, a.k.a. Iglesia Vertical in South Florida. We are one church, two languages. I'm your host right here on Avail. Every week there's a new episode with an amazing leader. And today we have an amazing leader. I've enjoyed getting to know him. You're going to love this podcast. None other than Cameron Singh is on the Avail podcast with us. Cameron, it's good to have you here on Avail. How does it feel? Pastor Virgo, I love your energy. Thank you so much for having me. And it's truly an honor to be part of this uh, podcast. Woohoo! You love the energy. I know you love my intro music. I know it. Uh, <laughs> Cameron, I think today's conversation is going to be great because uh, we're going to be talking about your book, Navigation and Discovery, a path of navigating and discovering through your journey of faith. I'm looking forward to kind of talking about that. Before we jump into that, I always love for our Avail audience to just lean in and get to know a little bit about our guest. So who is Cameron Singh? Yeah, so... Um, I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area, growing up by San Francisco Airport. And due to being in close proximity at an airport, I fell in love with airplanes and aviation. So I've had the honor of uh, working in the aviation industry and I'm now a senior leader at an aviation company. And um, through my experience at being in the marketplace, I really built a, a passion for leadership and I truly love leadership, studied leadership, and I, my passion is to help other young people uh, learn more about leadership and to strive for higher. Yeah, that's great. I, you know, I, one of the things I love, I mean, we have all kinds of leaders here on Avail, uh, but you are a young leader. And I love that because I think more and more we need to equip our you know young people to step into roles, even if it's maybe earlier than most, like in your case, um, and, you know, and even authoring a book. This is awesome. Uh, let's talk about the book. Uh, the book is Navigation and Discovery. Why don't you just unpack for us, why did you write this book? What's the heart behind it? And and uh, and, ob- and obviously, why, why would it be a good idea for us to get it? Mm-hmm. Well, I, first and foremost, I've been so blessed to be surrounded by Sam Chan and ST Martin Martine Van Tilbor to be able to yeah. partner with me to get this message out because it's been a message that's in a, on my heart for years. And I really wanted to put out really how I went through my college years and early 20s and navigated through that journey. And uh, so I was raised in the, in the church uh, through my mom. And, uh, you know, once you move out of the home, a lot of questions start coming to mind. You start get to you know, mm-hmm. experience the world. And I really, uh, you know, there was times when I didn't, I didn't want faith in my life, but it was truly a journey of navigating and discovering who I, who and where God has called me to. And so I really wanted to share that journey as authentically as I could 
Um, and and uh, I think it was packaged very well. And um, it's been amazing to see the lights that it shed to not only people that I know within my network, but also to other young people um, that I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, I think one of the beautiful things in life is uh, – obviously we don't know everything and then seeing how the Lord begins to unravel things today that he began working in us, you know, yesterday, you know, or, or a few years before. Um, why, why do you think it's important? Why, why do you think this concept, this idea of, of navigation and discovery is important for people, people of all ages yeah. um, and especially leaders? Yeah. I think it's important because, you know, there are a lot of books out there today that give you the recipe for success you know, this is right. where you live, your purpose, passion, and calling. There's so many books on that, but I, I just didn't find anyone like sharing their their story and their struggles. And that's mm. one thing that I wanted to do is, is really share my story as authentic as I could because um, what the young people are facing today, my generation, the Gen Zs, and I don't know what the new one is called, but um, it's a different world today. And many of the challenges people are facing now are are not ones that the the Gen Xers and baby boomers have experienced. And it, right. it's a different world. And um, I think a lot of in today's world, there's a lot of lonely people, a lot of lost people just trying to find direction. And so the purpose of this was to say, hey, uh, I'm, I experienced this as well. You're not the only one. And this is my story, and hopefully you learn something from it. And one thing I don't provide is, hey, these are your five steps to success or your purpose in calling. Sure. Yeah, you know, when you and I were talking, preparing, you know, for this episode, um, you did mention how a lot of times, you know, books will talk about, you know, discover your purpose, mm -hmm. but but they don't they don't address the fact that sometimes your purpose molds and shapes and shifts and um, can you share a little bit, maybe on a personal level? I mean, was that the case with you? Um, you know, you mentioned a little bit about, no. about maybe your college years, uh, you know, having some, some facing challenges, but, but how do you see just in, from your experience in people's lives, even young people, people like yourself, where, where, where sometimes it's a shifting, it's a shifting thing. Mm -hmm. Well, that's so interesting because I didn't realize my passion and calling would change over time until I look back and. I've always wanted to become an airline pilot, fly for, you know, fly for the big jumbo jets. And uh, I quickly came to find out that in college, uh, that was not going to happen. And uh, so I was in a dilemma because I grew up always wanting to fly. And so I was so mad at God, like, why, 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 why can't I do this? And, uh, you know, come, come to fruition as I graduated, I started uh, in a different sector of the aviation industry, you know, the uh, private jet side, which I mm -hmm. really fell in love with. And so I've been in that in that business for the last 10, 12 years and truly love it. And then through um, I've always wanted to pursue a doctorate and I got denied by the aviation program like three times. And uh, I was in a new leadership role at the time at work. And I'm like, hey. I, I need to learn more about leadership. And that's why I went in on and studied leadership. And I never knew I would enjoy it so much that I'm, you know, doing a leadership podcast and doing work in leadership and leadership training and, you know, writing this book for, for young people. Um, I, I didn't know I'd be sitting here writing a book. Um, so it, it's amazing to see 
um, how God changes your purpose and calling and, and has you exper experience different things in your life. And then you, you blink and it's, it's just hard to believe. Yeah, that's good. Um, there's a few concepts that you talk about in the book that I want to go into, but something just came to my mind right now yeah. as you were talking. And, and I think it's just valuable in these moments to, to just share, you know, kind of authentically. But part of your navigation, part of your discovery was finding yourself at a much younger age than most in senior leadership positions, right? Um, I think there's some great insights we could learn from you both young leaders who who are kind of in similar situations or would like to be as yourself and maybe even older dogs right older leaders who who have the opportunity to open the way for some young leaders in the future can, can you just share a little bit about the, your navigation and discovery of finding yourself all of a sudden in a position or role where maybe you were the only one in your decade group <laughs> in that position yeah it, it was um a very difficult journey. Um, I think I came out of college with the impression that I could be the CEO of any company, came out with a huge ego. And uh, once I started in the marketplace, started my first job and realized, no, there's a journey that I have to go through. I have hmm. to put in the time, the work and the effort uh, to experience different frontline roles and work my way forward. And um, that meant staying focused, but also um, setting myself apart from the people I worked with. And that was very difficult at times because I was 18, 19, 20. Um, I had the privilege of having awesome mentors surround me, uh, mm -hmm. both in the industry and out the industry, and helped me along the journey. And that was critical. And through that process, I think what, what helped me is... Um, is having that humility that, hey, I need to learn. I need to do put in the time, the effort, put in the grind. Mm -hmm. And um, I saw the fruits of that very quickly. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I, you know, I imagine, you know, I'm not in the same industry. I'm a pastor. And also, you know, I was in the health professions when I, I got my master's degree as an occupational therapist. But, but I can remember along my journey experiencing moments as well where I'm like, I'm I'm the youngest one in the room right now, you know, or I'm in a position, a role where, you know, so most of my counterparts are uh, a little bit older and uh, a, it could feel intimidating and overwhelming sometimes. Mm -hmm. And B, if, the, if, if there's not some maturity and some ability to kind of step up uh, you know, it could be a challenge. Now I know on your journey and, and you, you even have a few chapters where you kind of highlight some specific um, I guess principles and, or, practices that have helped you and I know are going to help others. Can you talk about, there's one chapter that you have that's entitled um, owning the room, owning the room. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Owning the room was an interesting uh, topic that sort of came up through reading a book and actually experiencing it is um, well, there's two sides of, of owning the room um, during my early years in the aviation industry. Um, yeah, I had to be very intentional in developing relationships with the people around me. And once I developed those really good relationships and people knew what I wanted to do, they rallied around me. They gave me permission mm -hmm. to own the room. The leaders that I was encountering, they gave me permission to own the room. It's because I put so much deposits into those relationships. Um, and I, I think humility has a lot to do with that. Um, 
you know, putting in the work, putting in the time, putting in the effort in people on a one-on-one -on -one level. Um, and don't be afraid to get, I wasn't afraid to be innovative and share my ideas with people. And, hey, we could do this, this better. We can do this better. We don't need to use all this paper for this. So I was sharing all my ideas and people, people started listening and appreciating the value that I added. And so that almost gave me the permission to own the room. So I didn't go in and start owning the room. I, that was something that um, what I was given permission for and something that I earned. And yeah. you know, it can be difficult for young people to own the room. But the, what I do in the book is lay out a strategy on how, how my experience was owning the room. That's good. What, j just maybe on the practical side for a young leader who's leaning in right now, maybe what's one thought or one tip uh, uh, t towards taking steps uh, in really owning a room, even if you are the younger person or you don't have the voice yet? I think don't be afraid to speak up. If you have an idea, speak <clears throat> up, even if it's a dumb idea, because I think early on, that's what I had issues with is I had all these ideas, but I was holding yeah. within because I wasn't confident in my own abilities. Like, why would I tell my CEO that you need to change this or X, Y, and Z? It's speak up, uh, share your ideas. When you think something doesn't look right, speak up and say something. Because I remember looking back at all those opportunities where I, I, I said, no, this is not right, or we need to find another alternative. Uh, people actually listened and, and it, it actually added value. And that's what you want to do wherever you're at, whether it's school or in the work environment or, or, or in the church, is you want to add value. That's huge. Um, I, I, I think this is a great opportunity because I think everybody can lean into this conversation. Um, Cameron, if you had, if you had uh, the privilege and opportunity to sit in front of a couple hundred older senior leaders, mm -hmm. right? You, you're Cameron Singh, thanks for coming. We've invited you to come and bring your perspective as a young senior leader and somebody who has, has had the experience at a young age. Um, and these are older senior leaders who are, who are wanting to understand because their general tendency is to think, I just need older people, yeah. more wisdom and experience in these roles of senior leadership. What, what are some of the points or the topics you might touch on to encourage them to consider, hey, sometimes getting some younger, uh, fresh um, people in these positions might be a, an advantage. Yeah, there's a lot of talk out there in the mainstream media about you know building the next generation workforce, but I think where the, what it comes down to, and what I was looking for back then, was time. Give time to your people, your young people, uh, and get to know them and their aspirations. And do what you can to support them. because, And even if it's supporting for them to exit of your organization or group to move on to something uh, greater. Um, I think that's that's the one thing that I appreciated throughout my journey is people gave me the time. People gave me that one-on-one -on -one time. They invested their time. They followed up. They And that, for me, meant a lot. And oftentimes, um, you know, these big organizations... It's, it's difficult to do, but to take that right. effort and to take out that time to invest and mentor, it goes a long way. I mean, there's some conversations that I've had over the years that I still remember to this day. It's because a leader gave me that time. 
Are you ready to take your leadership to the next level? Avail is excited to announce that for a limited time, you can get a free six-month trial subscription to the Avail Journal. The Avail Journal was created to equip and empower leaders with everything they need to excel. Read quarterly issues and pick up leadership wisdom from high-impact leaders like Sam Chand, John Maxwell, Tim Tebow, and dozens more. Take the first step in becoming a more effective leader. Sign up for your free six-month trial subscription to the Avail Journal by visiting availjournal.com. Yeah, I think we I think we tend to underestimate the power of of a few moments, you know. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't it doesn't have to be like, oh, you have to block off an hour and a half with each person, but but just some time, some some um, um, some hey you matter. How are you doing? Like that makes a big difference, I think. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes if we've been leading for a long time, which, which I would say probably, uh, you know, some older senior leaders maybe have been leading for a long time can forget that, yeah. that how important that is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good. That's good advice. Um, another thing you talk about in your book, um, you know, and we, we also talked a little bit about is, is the aspect of um, rejection and failure. A lot of times, man, we can get discouraged. We can get easily discouraged uh, when we're facing rejection and or failure or both. Um, can you? How do you keep moving forward in situations like that? And and how can these failures actually play a role in, in growth and development and next steps? Yeah, failures and rejection. That was something that I experienced more than I can imagine. More than I would have ever imagined. And I didn't know that this was such an important part of the journey. Uh, I've made so many mistakes of being a young leader, especially not having that experience of leadership or even just work experience. Uh, so I made so many mistakes. Yeah. But what kept me moving forward was having the right advocates, having the right mentors. Uh, and, and I know some, of, some of people listening may not have that, but also staying focused on what your goals are. Where do you want to go? I always kept my eye on where I wanted to go. And faith was a huge part of that. I had to trust in God that I was going in the right direction. And one thing I didn't realize is these failures helped me learn and grow. If I didn't Mm. experience some of the rejection and failures that I had, um, I would not be where I am today. Like one of the rejections I was telling you about was um, being denied three times in an aviation program. If I have not had had those rejections, I would not studied leadership and built my passion with leadership. <laughs> okay. So we heard a little bit about a rejection. Let me go to the other side. Just since you're already down, let's take yeah. advantage. Then we'll come back up. Failures. Can, can you share maybe a failure that you had along your journey, whether it was, you know, uh, you know, one of your first jobs, roles, positions, you know, maybe it was in the process of, uh, um, you know, developing, you know, something, you, you know, you've been working in the, in the private aviation industry. Um, can you share one of those? Can you, with, with humility so we can learn? <laughs> um, I used to, especially um, as a, as a leader, um, I did not know what I was doing when I first stepped into my first leadership role. I went from working the, the aircraft ramp, uh, airport ramp to leading over 200, 300 people. And uh, I had no idea what I was doing. And I kept on making so many mistakes with our customers and our customer managers were so upset. They were calling me and I had no idea how to handle it. But what I did is I, every time I made a mistake, I went to our customer's office right away. 
and dealt with it head on instead of trying to beat around the bush. And I earned, they respected me even more, especially as a <laughs> leader. Um, because, you know, the impression that, you know, I, I guess young leaders give off is, you know, they're arrogant, they're not going to follow, they're going to do their own thing. Um, mm. So I, I learned a lot through that experience. Yeah, that's good. Um, I, I love um, talking about this because, man, even even as you're talking, I'm thinking about my journey, my leadership journey and my growth journey. And and it's not always pretty, mm-hmm. but but it is awesome to be able to say, hey, I'm not where I once was. I'm not where I want to be yet. You know, there's still more gr- room for growth, but I'm not where I once was. And, and there's there's even more hope. Um, and I, I, one of the things that I have found in my journey that has been helpful to kind of cross cross some barriers to to break through difficult moments and also just honestly just have some good advice is mentors. Uh, you talk about uh, you talk about mentoring matters. That's a cha- that's one of your chapters in your book, mentoring matters. And I'm curious as to in your journey, um, who are maybe two people that stand out as having been very influential or maybe still are. Uh, influential in your journey through leadership and your navigation of, uh, you know, where does God want me and what should I do? Uh, who are two people that stand out? Well, uh, there are two people that actually, um, Eric Kietzla, he actually did the forward of the book and he was my true champion. Once I started in the industry, uh, he was an executive leader of the company at the time and he really took me under his wing took a risk and really put his best foot forward out there throughout my journey and even today. Mm. And I would not be where I am today if it wasn't for his close, close mentorship. Uh, it, and it, the mentorship was both ways though. The men, I mentored him as mm-hmm. you know, um, giving different perspectives than you know the decision-making that he did. So it was always, always a mentorship both ways. And I really enjoyed that. Another one is Pasquale. And he really taught me uh, more about how to be um, both a leader and how to run a business. And so I learned a lot from him. And he also endorsed the book. And those, those two people, I still stay in touch with them to this day. And they're my mentors to this day. And they keep championing him. I was just on a phone call with Pasquale today. And he's like you know, I'm proud of you. Keep going. And so I, I really love being mentored by those two. Yeah. I think it's huge to, to look back as Dr. Sam Chan says, none of us got to where we are by ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, I think it's important to acknowledge that. Uh, another thing that you, you mentioned that you think is really important for, for, uh, young leaders and in general and leaders in general, uh, is, is this aspect and, and probably has been a big part of your journey this aspect of personal branding and social media, um, how do those play a role in, 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 in today's culture? And how do you think those can be leveraged for, for growth and leadership? Yeah, growing up sort of in the leadership and aviation space, I saw a lot of my peers not really putting out the best branding. Uh, they were, and even some of the, the leaders that I knew over time didn't see them putting out the best foot forward in their social media, they, they were, you know, not putting the best thing out there. And also um, within our organization, we had a lot of people that were coworkers on social media and friends and followers and stuff like that. And um, so I made it really intentional at, to 
And I remember my professor at San Jose State saying this is like, you want to put out a very good personal brand because, you know, when you go out to apply for jobs, they look at everything. And um, so putting out a good personal brand, putting out a, a good social media presence where you share you share um, things that will that showcase who you are as a person and showcase who you are beyond your work. Because I think early on, I defined myself everything I did based on work. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't showing what other aspirations or hobbies I had. So you want to show who you are as a person. I think that's so important to showcase. You know, not everything, of course, but who you are as a person because you never know who will come across your profile your website, your branding, um, and uh, you want to give a good recap of, of who you are. Hmm. That's good. Um, I was thinking, uh, sometimes I ask this question because I think it's always interesting to hear the answer, mm-hmm. but um, what, what would you say is something that you wish you would have known before, you know, now you're a senior leadership leader, in the aviation industry, what, what is something you wish you would have known before? Again, we all have to go through processes of making some mistakes along the journey, some failures, some rejection. But, but what is something that you wish, man? If I would have known this, and by the way, I can help some young leaders out here uh, that that would have made a big difference. I wish I would have known that I would not be the CEO graduating college. <laughs> I would not be an executive leader right out of college um, because mm-hmm. if I had known that. I would have had a different mindset coming out of college because I've seen, and I also would have not put all my eggs in the basket in terms of defining myself based on my profession because Hmm. I think I almost lost myself. And I still see even people around my age and and my peers is they're defining their themselves based on what they do. And there are more, there's more to, to us as people than what we do. Um, and so I, I, I wish I would have done that. That's good. And and based on that, and after this, I want to go ahead and share with people how they can, how they can get your book, how they connect, can connect with you, you know, how they can get more resources. But, but based on what you just said right now, um, you know, there's so many, there's so many things that you're, you've already done and been involved in and so many that you are even now in this season, you know, uh, that you're doing and that you're working on. But ultimately, you know, when we talk about, you know, ultimately at the end of the line, what do you want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered for being a person that was uh, always there and making impact. And I actually attended a conference, church conference in Miami about a month ago, and they were talking about building a legacy. And it's never too early to start building a legacy. You know, normally people, when they're close to retirement, they start thinking about that. And um, I want to start that now. And I hope I've, I've done a good job so far, but really making impact and helping the next generation strive for higher. Why do you think... Um... How do you think it would help for people to get your book? You, you know, your book specifically, Navigation and Discovery, A Path of Navigating and Discovering Through Your Journey of Faith. How do you think it's going to help people? And and why do you, why do you hope people grab the book? Um, I think it's going to help people learn from a story. And, and that's really the basis of it. 
um, you're going to find I, I've had these unique experiences uh, early on through college and my early years in the marketplace. And I, I touch on those different experiences and hoping that you're able to g- gather some lessons learned and not make the mistakes I did and, mm. and make your own mistakes and write your own story. You know, every story is so unique. And uh, this is just another story to learn from and help you on your journey, wherever you're at. So good. Let, let's tell them where they can get it. Cameron, if people want to uh, grab this book, maybe they want to buy a few for, for some young leaders that they know or for, for their staff team or people that they're going to be kind of helped in this concept of navigation and discovering your journey. Uh, where can they get it and what else can they find there? All right. Yeah, you can go to CameronSing.com. That's my website. And on the home page, it's a link to uh, purchase the book, Navigation and Discovery. Um, there's audiobook version. There is also uh, Kindle. And um, also there's bundles there if you want to give this to a young person that needs to hear this message. And um, yeah, w- would love to... Um, get this out there and also hear kind of the feedback about the impact this book is making. Yeah. Let me bring some clarification. Cameron Singh. There's actually an H after the G there at the end. Cameron Singh, S I N G H.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Cameron also uh, is, are there any uh, companion um, resources that go along with the book? Yeah. There's also a study guide available to help you kind of go through the book and, it challenges you, ask questions on where you're at, wherever you're at um, with each of the chapters. And it's a really awesome study guide to help you take a deep dive and reflect on, on what you're reading in Navigation and Discovery. Very good. You heard it, everybody. CameronSing.com is where you can get the book. You can check out some bundles. You can also get the study guide that goes along with it. Um, I know that people are leaning in, Cameron, probably, you know, some people even maybe even are interested in the whole kind of aviation industry or the concept of being a senior leader at a younger age. People are going to lean in. Are you on social media at all? Yes, I am on social media. You can just search my full name, which is Cameron Nathan Singh. And I'm pretty much on every platform out there. And the new one that came out, which is Threads, very good. And uh, and I know you you also do some podcasting yourself. Where can people uh, tune in? And uh, is it a podcast? Yeah, it's called – I started a podcast, uh, Navigation and Discovery with Cameron Singh. And this is a way to bring other people's stories and shed light to it from all walks of life. Uh, and so that is on literally every podcast streaming platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Amazon and uh, that the links are on my website as well. Beautiful. CameronSing.com will point you in the right direction for the podcasts, for the book, and for the all the other resources. I want to mention this, Cameron, because we're on the Avail podcast. The Avail Journal. The Avail Journal is an awesome resource. In my opinion, one of the best Christian leadership magazines out there. The Avail Journal. If you're not yet subscribed, the first year is on us. We want to give you a free annual subscription. Just go to availjournal.com. Tell them Virgil sent you. <laughs> Availjournal.com. You get your free annual subscription. Would you agree, Cameron, that having resources as leaders is key? I would say the number one resource is Avail that I read. Woo! <laughs> Come on, Cameron. We didn't even pay him for that. Uh, this is good. Hey, I want to do something, Cameron, but before, before we go to maybe a final thought from your heart for our Avail audience, I want to do a little bit of uh, kind of 
rapid response, shoot and fire okay. uh, questions. Is that okay? Perfect. All right. So the first one is, what do you do for fun? What do I do for fun? I love to play golf. I'm an avid golfer and I love traveling, and specifically abroad. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Favorite destination you've been to? Favorite destination is the Caribbean, Antigua and Barbuda. That's come on. Love it. Thank you, Jesus. All right. What what makes you laugh? What makes me laugh is is um I don't even know. I, I guess I watch a lot of comedy, so I I just comedy. That's what makes good me. comedies make you laugh. That's yes. good. That's good. What what gets you excited? What gets me excited is when I see change, when I, I see change in someone that I've helped. Good. I like that. What, what breaks your heart? What breaks my heart is when I see people lost. Mm, that's good. What, what worries or concerns do you have about the future in regards to the next generation? Not finding the proper direction and um, investing themselves in the worldly things. Good. And then on the other side, what excites you and encourages you about the future and the next generation? What excites me is that the, it's a lost generation and they need to find direction. And I'm hoping that um, one day that they find that Jesus is, is their direction. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, here's my last question. This is kind of an avail question, but what comes to your mind? And you don't have to be long-winded. It's just, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear this phrase? The art of leadership. The art of leadership. Leadership, there's not one way to lead. There's not one way Come on. to lead. It's, it's truly an art. And you have to find your own style and hone in on your own style. And don't try to be like someone that you look up to. Take those different traits and make it your own. Woo, I like it. Drop the mic. Great job on that rapid response, Cameron. I love that. Uh, let's close things off. What, what's one final thought you want to leave on everybody's heart? Yeah, one thing that's been on my heart lately um, is you don't want to define yourself based on your circumstances. You want to strive for higher and continue to push through and don't, don't let... Uh, where you came from, your upbringing, define where you're going to go. You write your own story. You, each and every one of you listening, you are unique and hone in on your own story. That is awesome. That's a good word. Uh, hey, everybody, you got to go get this book, Navigation Discovery by Cameron Singh, by going to Cameron Singh. Dot com. Remember, there's an H. There's a silent H at the end of that. Sing. Cameron Sing. S-I-N-G-H dot com. The book is Navigation and Discovery. The other resources are there. The bundles are there. Uh, the podcast is also Navigation and Discovery with Cameron Singh. Uh, it's a great resource and a great leader to lean in and learn from. Uh, Cameron, on behalf of Dr. Sam Chand, Martine Van Tilburg, our whole avail team especially the avail podcast team who's behind the scenes doing everything here we just want to say we're thankful for your life uh, we're proud of you and we honor you brother thank you so much pastor virgo thank you for having me on it's been a joy being on this podcast 
Yeah, you're a blessing. And I think and declare by faith your book is going to be a blessing to many people. Hey, everybody, thanks for leaning in to another episode of the Avail podcast. My name is Virgil Sierra, lead pastor of Iglesia Vertical, Vertical Church in South Florida, your host right here on the Avail podcast, where we dig deep and talk about the art of leadership every single week. We'll catch you next week right here on Avail, everybody. God bless. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Avail podcast with our guest, Cameron Singh. You can find out more about Cameron on social media and by going to CameronSingh.com. For more leadership resources, check us out at TheArtOfLeadership.com. And make sure to claim your free annual subscription of the Avail Journal at AvailJournal.com. As always, I'm your Avail podcast host, Virgil Sierra. Muchas gracias. Thank you for connecting with us to learn the art of leadership here at the Avail Podcast.